Hey, friends and family, and welcome back to We're Just Talking. What, are you going to talk more about the podcast this time, or are you just going to... Yeah, I guess so. Usually, I usually guess so. say it's everybody's favorite Jersey Shore podcast. It is everyone's favorite Jersey Shore podcast. Normally, like what happens is I say, hey, everybody, welcome back to We're Just Talking. And then I draw a complete blank. I look at you mm-hmm. for, for savior. And we've been doing this for three seasons. I know that. I know. It's like, yeah. hey, everyone, welcome back to We're Just Talking. And then my mind goes, blank. Yeah. Just nothing. Just butterflies and squirrels. That's what my mind goes to. So then I, I just look at you to, to mm-hmm. help save me. Yeah, well, I had I had a cookie in my mouth, so you did have a cookie in your mouth. You had a cookie um, in your mouth, and I had this glass of wine. What are you drinking? It's a Malbec. Oh, okay, you know, not terribly out of the ordinary for us, but no, this also is, not the standard. That's your dessert. This is my dessert. Yeah, well, if fair. I could have wine, I would have it. I know, and you will, babe, soon enough, <sighs> and you will soon enough. My God, I know. Um, some people say it's okay to drink in the third trimester, but I'm just like not down with that because I've never done this before. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So, however. Today was an exciting day. What did you do today, Carly Camaris? I got my second shot, my second Moderna COVID vaccine. That's awesome. And the CDC just released that if you're fully vaccinated, you can now everywhere be outside freely without a mask unless it's in a like a crowded uh, area. But just being outside, not very crowded, you can have a... I thought that was... Okay, maybe I'm an idiot, but I thought that was the rule anyway. Like, I didn't know you had to wear a mask when you're outside and and there's no people around. Um, I I think that that was one of those things where it's like, we're outside, you don't really need one, but Because that's when I would take it. Like, for example, I was walking out of the hospital today after I got my shot and I took my mask off. Like, that's what I've been doing. Like, when I walk out... most most people do, but I think that that was just kind of like one of those things where it's like, yeah, like, let's use a little bit of common sense here. Okay. But now the common sense has been put on a platform tour. No, everyone, just just in case if you were confused, maybe the people who drive around in their cars still with their masks on, (laughs) maybe that's more intended for them. I mean, I dropped that about a year ago. I don't think we uh, ever did that. We never drove no, in our cars yeah, with masks no, on. It was no. always like anytime we got out. There like, was a good stretch of time where I was never in my car, but right, right, yeah, right. Because where are you going? Everything was closed. So no, for some people, yeah, yeah. For us, for us, it was. I was in it. Every I mean, you day. were you were working, but yeah. I'm saying like I didn't like once my office closed and every like it's like you couldn't go to the grocery store on a whim. You no. couldn't go like so. It's not like you. Speaking of that, do you remember the one time we tried to go to Wegmans? during this yeah we waited in line like line yeah it was so bizarre yeah i waited in line at trader joe's too multiple times but then like Shoprite never did that Shoprite was just like i don't know if it's that they never did it or it's that we never experienced it if they did it it was like for a month and maybe that was it you know well each company has their own policies i suppose but yeah we uh we actually had a a wedding last week we did um, it was a lot of fun too. it was a lot of fun and i know that the couple that was getting married they were like a little you know they were like it's not that it's not that they were concerned they were just unsure of like what how it was going to go down because like there's all these rumors of like wedding venues like telling you like on paper and to your face that there's going to be like masks and then masks and no dance floor and none of this and then once it comes down to it they they allow it so they didn't know what to expect really but it was just ultimately all they did was split the dance floor or the people in two groups because they put a bunch of tables on the wood dance floor yeah and then they opened up the carpeted area on either side of that yeah and then during the reception um that's what i'm talking about yeah yeah i meant not the reception um, the ceremony the ceremony everybody was sitting like together everyone was sitting together we no were masks. outside yeah, no one had a mask on so yeah it was kind of like so we had your brother's wedding a couple weeks ago yeah in raleigh and we'll see there's a good example they said that we were gonna have to wear masks on the dance floor and then we didn't yeah so what, what my point was is that in raleigh there were like there was literally no rules i don't think anyone like no one had to wear a mask there was nothing for it no one wore a mask the there whole was time like, they would make like a comment like about the bar yeah like you go up to the bar i think and then we spoke yeah. about this last time but we go up to the bar like hey you know next time just have a mask on maybe they would ask maybe like, they wouldn't please. ask yeah yeah and like, that was really it. i so, would always i always did i always put on a mask when i went to the bar because i just think it's respectful if people are asking you to do it you do it um yeah so yeah. um this so <laughs> i was thinking like okay it'll be kind of like that but like just a little bit more strict more restricted and in my opinion like it wasn't restricted at all the only the only yeah. time it was literally the same thing the only time anyone wore a mask was get like getting up to go to the bathroom or going up to the bar and that yeah. was it other than that no one had a mask yeah on. they were really although they were really really cautious with the food service at the cocktail hour like all the service people were wearing gloves and they put like little plastic things yeah. over each and like they served you you told them what you want and there was like a plastic divider it was very very cautious yeah i mean honestly i thought it was just, it was just more being like clean 
you know? Yeah. Like, think I, like I, that, like I, just more clean. I come back to that a lot. Like when we talk about this, I come back to like, oh, I wouldn't mind if it was like that normally because it's cleaner. But yeah. but like, yeah, it was a lot. Even like with like bars, like in the in the inside. Yeah. Is it really the best idea to jam cram? Jam, yeah. As many people in there as possible. If, if I have somebody else's sweat on me, like I, it's not. Yeah. If not I can taste your your breath. Ew. Then we're too close to each Ugh. other but like a lot of our friends and like a lot of the people that were at the wedding were like well you know we're still dancing like what's the point like of put and i'm like okay the one thing i could see is that they did split the crowd in half so there was less people on either side than there would have been if we had just all been on one dance floor yeah you know what i mean yeah well at first they're like oh it's weird like you can't you can't dance like, on oh, the dance floor. Oh, you can do this, floor. but not that. You can do that. That's, that's what people always say. Well, well, everyone was like, "Oh, so you just can't dance on the wood, but you can dance on the carpet." That makes yeah. no sense. But no, the whole point of it was to divide the room. Yeah. So, so that there were less people on well, either side. Yeah. So one one group stayed on one side, the other one stayed yeah. the other. And mm-hmm. you know, it was it was it was fine. I never yeah. felt crowded. I never uh-huh. felt like it, yeah. It, it, honestly, it was it was a good time. It was a, it was a fun wedding. Yeah. And it was. I think it was done well too. Yeah. But the the only thing is today or no yesterday was it yesterday governor murphy announced like weddings can pretty much go back to normal starting may 10th did they really yeah yeah so if i was like a couple that got married like within the past month i'd be so pissed because it's like you came so close to having like just normal yeah but i mean in my opinion it, it was a normal wedding yeah it was yeah. just no, like it was it was you know, maybe the, maybe you weren't allowed to have like the, the the total number of people that you originally wanted yeah, but other than I mean, and other than just the fact that you had to wear a mask to go to the bathroom and maybe to go to the bar, like that was yeah, that was it really wasn't it. too too restrictive, but still, I'd be like, okay, I missed it by a week, really. Yeah, like, and and it's funny now too, just getting back into the vaccinations. It's funny now that as more and more people continue to get vaccinated, now the restrictions are beginning to yeah, obviously lo- loosen up. Yeah. And again, we still have the people who are like, oh, I'm not getting my vaccine. And it's like, but you want like the economy to open up. You want everything to yeah. be, you don't want anything to be restricted anymore, yeah. right? And as you can see, if you just get your vax, if you just get vaccinated, then guess what? Those restrictions are going to continue to lighten up. But like, you're happy that they're lighting up, but but you won't be the one to go out yeah, there and get vaccinated. I mean, I, we could go, I sound like a broken record talking about this. But... I know, but like you're, you're eight months pregnant and you just got your second vaccine yeah. shot today. Mm-hmm. And you feel good and you're good. and and Well, yeah, but even if I did get like a little sick from it, I still see it as totally worth it. I mean, to each their own. Vaccinations is one of those things that like people, it's super sensitive. But like if you do the research, like to me, there isn't any other answer. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like you get the vaccine and, and you're vaccinated, hopefully. And, and every, you know, you're, and like they're going to open healthy. up the borders for vaccinated right. people. It's like, or, or do you, you want to travel or not? Right. Like, or you don't get vaccinated and... Again, it's a choice. Like, if you're fine and, with and, not. And, and then you get COVID and then who who knows? You know, everyone, yeah. Everyone's body, everyone responds differently to COVID. Like when I had it, like it wasn't that bad, you know? Yeah. Uh, but we knew people you know, that had it really, really bad. We've known people who died from it. Yeah. You know? 100%. Like people who were generally, you would think, to be healthy. Yeah. Which, so it's like you just don't know how, it's like, do you really want to risk it? You know what I mean? Like, No, no. I don't think it's worth it. You know? Right. Like, Plus, baby S will have antibodies now yeah the, the studies are showing now that if pregnant women get it that the baby has the antibodies mm-hmm. to be able to fight it off so well you know that's what i hope we know that's now. the case and you know i haven't totally nixed the idea of you know making sure people are vaccinated before they're around her you know yeah it's kind of like you want to be around the baby you kind of got to do your thing you know yeah just like anything else like the doctor the other day i went to my doctor's appointment and they were like okay you need to have everybody that's going to be around the baby getting get their tdap shot which is like the whooping cough yeah and like i didn't get any pushback at all from anybody on that and it's like yeah you know it's kind of like and I, I always say you can't compare the covid vaccine to really any other vaccine but like vaccines generally like what you know that one's fine. This one is less. I feel like it's mRNA. I don't know what Tdap is, but you know, there's plenty of research on this dating back to the 80s and 90s. I mean, people think that this is a novel concept. It's not, but um, yeah. All I can say is maybe just don't listen to like Facebook and like your aunt Susan. Like when looking into vaccines, like maybe just look at the science and the studies. Yeah, maybe maybe just and make like, an opinion for yourself. Like this is this yeah. is a disease virus that's unlike any other that we've experienced in our lifetime. Yeah right now so therefore it's kind of like if you're going to get a, a vaccine maybe this is the one you go in on you know? and yeah and like maybe you just don't listen to the propaganda being spewed by fox news which all their news anchors have been vaccinated so the joke's on you anyway yeah moving on moving to on. our topic for today let's make a pivot and turn you you make the pivot and turn. i was gonna ask you are we gonna get into our topic or yeah not? go ahead it's your you, topic you're you're it was a good idea it came from you your brain yeah 
Okay. Well, the, so the topic of discussion for today, people, is very philosophical. Go philosophical ahead. is um, I forget how I originally labeled it, but what if I could do it all over again? Yeah. Right. It being your life. Your life, right? Like knowing what we know now in our late twenties, early thirties, right? Like what, like if you could do it all over again, like what would you do? One, like would you make the same educational decisions or professional career decisions or friendship decisions? Or, oh yeah. Or lover decisions, like, like you know, all these decisions. Like, if you could do it all over again, yeah, right. Like, what would you do differently, knowing what you know now? Hmm. You know, it's like that meme that's like, if you could take this pill, like you could start over at you know eighth grade or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) And then the other ones like, or you could just be forty five, retired, and have like millions of dollars. Like, which one would you pick? Yeah. Yeah. Which one would you pick? Depends on depends on the life. Yeah, that's a tough one. Depen- um, it depends on the life. And you saying like, oh, you could be forty five retired. Yeah, but do you miss out? Of- mm-hmm. Do you miss out on like your kids? Like for those years, you skip right to forty five. You miss out on like your kids' childhood. I don't know. Well, well, well what I meant by this topic is if you could do it all over again, not like yeah. you're going to take a pill and start off. No, and no, no. You're yeah. Wake up. You're forty five. You're older than you are now, but you have millions of dollars. Like, no, no. No, I'm saying no. that's just another philosophical question, like kind of snowballing off of what yeah. you said. But the one option is to go back to you know whatever grade it was you started making or whatever age it was you started making decisions to form your life. Yeah. Which arguably was you know during formative years when we were. Yeah, preteens. I I also think that like um, the education system has like failed us in yeah. the form of um, not really preparing us for life or f- to make those decisions. Oh yeah, there's so more, many flaws. More focused on taking a standardized math test. Um, yeah, which well relates, any standardized what, test. right, which relates to absolutely nothing. It's just general yeah. bullshit. Um, you know, and then you know the, the consensus between high schoolers is you know you. You know, I don't know why I went to write to high school, but, you know, you, you play sports and maybe you work a part time job and you just get through your, your classes and then you yeah. I don't know whatever happens next happens next, you know? Yeah. But like what if like that that part was taken more seriously because everyone wants to joke around, you know, so I, I agree. I think that like middle school, high school are huge formative years for your uh, growth and development as a person and that our current structure and education system and just everything in general, even culture has failed the youth um, in that, that upbringing. And to be clear, does like, it, do you, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. But to be clear, I, this isn't why well, well i for one i'm not saying that teachers have failed us no one mentioned teachers no i'm, I'm just saying like teachers, the whole yeah. system like curriculums and yes, stuff like that the yeah. whole the whole system yeah as in like again like why is it still a joke that and i don't know maybe 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 things have changed i i i've now you know being in my early 30s have noticed the newer generation and noticed certain differences about them mm-hmm. you know so i don't know if now you know they're being taught like you know hey like you know, decisions that you make now could actually affect the rest of your life. It's not a joke, you know. Right. Um, and also, like, here, maybe let's learn about how to manage your finances. Oh, yeah. Let's learn about investments. Yeah. Let's learn about, you know, how to be an independent adult and live on your own. Yeah. You know, like, like, like let's, let's, let's learn about this stuff now so it's not just the same old, you know um, – I, for one, you know, when I was in school, like school was not difficult for me, but I never, ever took it seriously. No, me neither. You know, so thinking. Yeah. So like for one, for me, let's start off with that. One, no one, no, no. I do wish I would have taken school a bit more seriously Mm -hmm. because if it wasn't a problem for me, I just didn't apply myself. Imagine if I would have applied myself. Right. However, I don't think it would have changed what I did after high school. And then, and then, Mm -hmm. you know, I ended up going to college anyway. But, you know, you you see what I'm saying? So I'm trying to think, let's start with, for me, I'm I'm like my mom. Okay, let's start with middle school and high school. What would I have done differently in during, maybe it has to how we'll play this game. What what, what, what would I have done differently in those years is that I I think I just would have taken school more seriously and and Mm -hmm. actually applied myself more to to that. Yeah, that's been my downfall my entire life is that i don't fully apply myself yeah so um, law school you you sure as hell did uh yeah but even then like it's just i don't don't know how to describe it without sounding like an asshole um i school came pretty easy to me so you know when things did get hard i'd just be like i'll figure it out and i'll and i'll you know at least secure that b in the class you know as opposed to putting in a little bit of effort and energy to get the a like i was just kind of like yeah, but like I could not try and still get a B. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, and you're like, what's the difference between me, me and the person who I I get a B and they get an A? Yeah, the outcome is exactly the same. Right. When maybe it's not. You maybe know, maybe not. maybe you know your high school transcripts, this and that. But 
the other side of that coin, and we've talked about this before, is that, um, you know, save for Ivy League schools and like top, you know, top schools in the country, it doesn't matter where you go to undergrad. Like, it doesn't matter. Um, I agree. I, I'm thinking Especially now. if you're going liberal arts, it does not matter. Like, it really doesn't. Unless, I, don't, I don't know. I, I just, I'm, I'm kind of one of those people that like, you know, if you're deciding between two schools that are ranked maybe 10 spots apart, like, in, ultimately, it's not going to matter where you get your degree from. I mean, right. What what I've noticed now, and again, maybe maybe this is me just getting older, but I noticed this, um, wh- what a lot of employers care the most about right now is experience over the education. Well, yeah. well like, like what I mean is like what I mean is um, all right. So me coming out of coming out of college, I was like 27. I graduated college right yeah. because I was in the military for six years before I went to college. So like me coming out of, out, out of college, I come I'm coming out with a bachelor's degree, but I also served six and a half years in the military. Right. Yeah. So like me coming out of college with an undergrad with a bachelor's degree from Rutgers University um, going against maybe someone from I don't know. I don't know, maybe an Ivy, even an Ivy League school or a mm-hmm. you know a school maybe that's ahead, ranked ahead of Rutgers. Because I had that experience, I was a little older. Like I would have to push you ahead. I would have been just naturally ahead because. Yeah. And I, I even had employers employers say before, um, oh, I don't care that you went to you know Rutgers or, or, or college or all that. That's great, good for you, you know. But like, I, but I'm hiring, out. right? Yeah, yeah, but I'm hiring you because you're of your experience. Because not everybody because of goes that. to college. Everybody goes to college. Now. A, a, at least up, at least in the um, like the, the Triangle State, like the tri-state area. Tri-state area triangle state tri-state area you know i remember the military it's funny called the tri-state area like new york new jersey clinical that like i think like the educated area because yeah because it's It's like the more educated spots of the country yeah yeah, because like they're like if you want to like recruit officers you're gonna get it from this area because everyone goes everyone has the fucking degree that that, you know but you go to maybe some other parts of the country you know rural areas midwest stuff like that Mm -hmm. when where maybe it's not as um you you know what i mean to where maybe all right maybe you'll find more people who didn't go and they're looking to be oh yeah i I don't know but yeah, who just um, graduated high school. And right. Just, that was it. Yeah. So I definitely, you know, what, so, all right. So what, let's, there, there, there's the basis of the conversation. What, starting from that, would you do differently and then move on up? From high school? Yeah. So um, one, you said you would apply yourself more, right? Yeah. I would apply myself more. Um, I think I did, you know, a pretty good job of being like well-rounded. Like I, you know, I took, I took a good amount of honors and, you know, AP classes I did all different sports. I didn't just focus. I think one of the big problems nowadays is that people like or parents like force their kids into like one sport and then they like, you know, they're like, you're going to play, you know, private lessons and do this sport all year round because I want you to be so good at it that, you know, you'll eventually get a scholarship or whatever. And I think that defeats the purpose of becoming like a well-rounded human being. And I mean, when you really get down to it, what is the percentage of people that go to school for us on a sports scholarship? Very few. Yeah, few. So and my parents were big believers in this. They were like, you know, we want you to do everything. We don't want, you know, we're a big hockey family. I played club hockey. I played rec hockey. I played all different kinds of leagues and stuff. But I ne- it was never the only thing I was doing. I always did swimming, which was the same season, which was really crazy. Um, I did soccer and I did softball. And it gave me like a good balance of like all different kinds of team dynamics. And I think that that's huge for, you know, kids, especially during, you know, middle school, high school age. Yeah. I know you were pretty much the same way. Yeah. Yeah. And like activities too, you know. Yeah. I wish I was a little bit more. I wish I did more like things besides sports. (laughs) You know, like I wish I learned how to play an instrument or like, you know, just something else. You know, I think that that's the only part like I really could have improved on but in terms of like getting to know different people different having different friend groups i think it's huge to be a part of different sports because when you pigeonhole yourself into one and then on top of that you're like wearing like you know a 14 year old kid into the ground with like you know private yeah 24 7 sport like it's just crazy so yeah well that's the thing too i feel like a lot of people with 24 7 sport it's great and all but then like i i and i'm sure you, you remember this too at, at Rutgers, i remember having classes with like we'll say some football players right yeah and i remember this one class in, in particular it was kind of like um, I forget what it was, but it was kind of like, what, what, what happens next? You know, like what, what, yeah. what, what do we do from here? And everyone was writing down like, oh, you know, like I, this is my plan. I plan on doing this. And the football players were like, well, you know, like I never, I never done anything else. I've never thought about right. what life would be like outside of football. Right. So, it's, so it's almost like, all right, so you're telling me if you don't make the NFL, yeah, which you're not going to most of you, <laughs> right? Like then 
then like you don't have a plan. Yeah. Like, you, have, you have nothing else. You have, you have not a freaking not a freaking clue. You know? Yeah. And it's just kind of like I mean yeah. It, even if you do make the NFL, the people who stay in the NFL for for a meaningful amount of like, time. Honestly, if you're in the NFL for three years, you did a pretty damn good job. Yeah. You know, and that's not that's not a living that's not a lifetime of right. for most people. It's You're, not the people like the Tom Brady's and yeah. you know the um, with millions and millions of dollars in contracts, right? Or you know, just anyone who's been in the NFL for a long time, like a lot of years, like that's that's very rare. Yeah, you know, and most people like uh, Harrison from uh, the Patriots, and yeah, from, uh, well, from the Steelers, that went to the Patriots. He was like close to forty when he retired, and he yeah. was just a powerhouse. Um, just a monster and like again that that's rare you, you if it happens it's one person right you know or, or something like that like you just so it's kind of like what, what what are your plans but i think i feel like we're getting off topic yeah so yeah let's... no but that that's just one of the things that i wish that or that i think i did right and that the only thing that i wish that i did a little bit more of was maybe find something outside of like athletics yeah but but you did I think it would have made me more how? Oh, in high school, you're talking. Yeah. About. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, I was never under the delusion that I was going to go to school for a sport or like. I mean, there was there was opportunity for like Division three, but like, I mean, what is where does that get me other than? I mean, for women, it's like yeah. it's, it's even hard. Like, I mean, it's just not realistic. Well, I guess I guess it depends on what you want to do. <laughs> yeah. If, if other it, than to get a scholarship, like what you know. Yeah. Um. Or, or maybe you're like, oh, I want to go and I want to play yeah, you know, Division three soccer yeah. and, and just enjoy. I, but I, with I the like, understanding you know, that. You know, I'm there for school, not for a sport. Yeah, but it's even like if you if you're talking about just like college sports now. Like yeah. If you guys have watched the show Hard Knocks, you know, I'm um, not Hard Knocks. Last Chance You. Yeah. The show Last Chance You. It's great. It's about um like division. It's about like JUCO football. So like junior college football, and there's another season actually out on Netflix now. It's about JUCO basketball, and e- even JUCO being junior college. Um, these athletes they get there, and it's just like they're not there for the academics. Yeah, they're there just to play that they sport. Still, uh, yeah, and, and I it's think just that's like, sending the wrong message because those guys aren't making it either. Very, very rare. Even I know more rare from I, like a university, right? I know. Um, the running back Legarrett Blunt, who played for the Patriots and the Eagles, and I think maybe a couple other teams. He actually came from the first school last chance he was hosted in. Yeah, so he's one of how many? Now? Yeah, I mean, and he went. I think yeah. he went to like a D one school after that. Yeah. Like it's very, it like there's a bunch of hurdles you have to get over before you can even right be, yeah but i remember some of these guys if you watch a show i remember this one guy in particular he was like a linebacker but he like was not a big guy like wasn't good at, it wasn't there for academics and just kept saying well you know i'm trying to make it to the league it's just like yeah, no. dude you, you're barely playing juco football yeah because you can't even do and, that and you're like well you know make it to the league it's just like even when he got called out once too by his one of his he's like he's like look at your body like you're <laughs> not eating like you're 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 like a linebacker and you you don't have you're skinny yeah, yeah like what you know And I'm Tina. And we're the hosts of the podcast, Obsessed with the Best. We met in a spin class in New York City. Right after my Brazilian wax. Oof. (laughs) And we've been friends ever since. We've worked as actresses, singers, models, makeup artists, and producers. Depending on the week, we're doing something totally different. And because of our jobs, we have to try everything. Products, trends, you name it. And then we give you the real deal over drinks. We promise to only talk about the best of the best. The things we're absolutely obsessed with. And we cover it all because we know that a book and a documentary can add just as much value to your life as a jade roller and a cocktail. Welcome to Obsessed Obsessed with with the the Best best with with Alex and and Tina. Tina. Don't forget to like, download, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Obsessed with the Best Pod. So... Would you still go to law school? Would I still go to law? Well, we just skipped over college. No, you hit college. Well, that, that one was kind of easy, right? Kind of, yeah. Years. The only thing I would say that I would do differently in college is get a degree that um, it's hard to say because after undergrad, I went to law school. So, you know, it it's easier for me to say now, like, okay, you know, I did what I had to do for undergrad, but I think I would have gotten a more diversified degree. Like I would have majored in poli sci or something. I majored in criminal justice, which is fine, but like... Yeah, you could, you could have definitely done poli sci. There was only like a few, a few options for that, but I, I am happy that i minored in two languages and psychology though yeah i really honed in on my uh language skills in college because i just have always excelled in it so i would encourage anybody that's wants to learn a language or wants to put themselves ahead 
that's the way to do it is to learn another language, you know, because more yeah. often than not, there's these companies looking for, you know, speaks fluent Korean, speaks fluent Chinese, speaks fluent Arabic. Uh, Spanish is even on its way out because everybody speaks Spanish. Not everybody, but like a lot of people do. Mm -hmm. So you're you're talking like mate for like major finance jobs and stuff like that. You want Arabic, you want Mandarin Chinese, you want Russian. Yeah, I mean, none of those languages are any they're not easy in any no, fashion. No, no, no. They're not. Like, they're it takes, not. like, you need to be dedicated yeah. to learn it. But it can be done. It can be done oh, if you put, if you put your mind to it. So, yeah, I, I think that language is really valuable. And I've said this before. I think that, you know, it's a disgrace that our country, like, we only speak English here. Like, every really other country, it's just, like, from the time, like, that you're two or three. Yeah. It's just the culture. Like, you just are just taught yeah. other other languages. People just speak other languages to you. It's just like, you don't even have to try. Yeah, and it's not for any other reason than like, you're, you're just a smarter person when you speak. Like, you just, yeah. you learn like root words and stuff, like just so much easier when you have another language under your belt. Yeah. Um, but I digress. But yeah, um, undergrad, I think that's the only thing. I wish my coursework was a little bit better than just criminal justice. And yeah, I think I... I think I did undergrad right. Mm -hmm. um, the only other thing that I would not do for undergrad is have a boyfriend for most of it. <laughs> Wasn't me, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> no. Wasn't me. And it's easy for me to say that now. Be like, you know, I wish I wasn't with him this whole. But like, I shouldn't have been wifed up during that time. Any of that time. I don't. To be honest, yeah. You know what? Like going back, I don't think anyone should be wifed up from the age of like. 18. 18 through like 24. Yeah. Maybe 24 is when you, when you start. But like from those from 18 to 24, I think like you just need to be single. Yeah. Live your life with your friends. Focus just, on it you. Had, it has and, you know, nothing travel. to do with. Yeah. It has nothing to do with like, you know, going out and about and doing like my own like living my own promiscuous life. It just it, it caused so much unnecessary stress for me that Completely like it's just like it was just like so stupid. And like if I could go back, I would definitely like be single for all of college. Yeah. And that's yeah because you said in the beginning we could talk about like relationships and stuff yeah too. Absolutely. so i just wanted to throw that in there no no that, that, that i didn't even think about that that's a great that's a great call out yeah absolutely yeah not to say it's right for everybody some people do well with you know following their boyfriend or girlfriend to college and just staying together guess, and all this uh, it just didn't work for me and i just looking back was like why did i even do that uh, and it's funny once i broke up with him like my whole family was just like oh thank god i was like None of you motherfuckers yeah. like, like said a word to me. Yeah. Like no one said anything it's, and, it, until it, it was done. And and they were like, Well, we knew you'd figure it out. It's like, did you? Like what? It's almost a shame though, like you said, it was like your whole college thing. Yeah, yeah. It got to a point where like until you met me at the very end. Yeah. Well, yeah, I met you at the very, very end. It was like the spring right before I graduated. <laughs> yeah. Um, but by that point I had been single for about a year and a half, which was good. Oh, I thought you were not oh. Oh uh, yeah. Are you sure? I, yeah. Oh, okay. I was single for like two, almost two years when I met you. Oh, so then you weren't, then you weren't. Uh, yeah, but I, I still, I still want that freshman, sophomore year back. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I still look back and I'm like, why, why? Yeah. Um, freshman, sophomore year, I feel like especially being that young kid, you're like, oh, you know, I'm just right it's out just of high like school and I have my, blanket. yeah, yeah. My, my, you know, my, my friend and my girlfriend <laughs> and, you know, like we're just, you know, I don't know, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was kind of like, you know, my attachment to home too. It was like. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Still, still maturing. Frontal lobe was still growing at that time. So yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so now you your decision after high school was to go to the military. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Would you do that differently? Um, no, I would. I would do exactly the same. You would do everything from like enlistment. Yeah. Through your departure from the military, the same. Um, I <laughs> I'm I, asking you because you tell me different stories. I no, I would, I would. I the only regret I have from the military is that I didn't do more. Actually, right, not more time. Right. Um, but like like so, I deployed once to Iraq. I was in Iraq, then I was sent to Kuwait afterwards. Um, I was there for a total of thirteen months. Um, you know, I, I went to Europe. Um, I it was in Germany for two and a half years, experienced Europe, you know, like saw Oklahoma, saw upstate New York, um, you know, what kind of went all over. Um, yeah. and it was great. The only thing I would do differently is that, um, I have regret is the fact that I wanted to do like some type of special operations um you know like i i had an opportunity to even go to ranger school at one point um and i kind of like i think i think at the time i was young 
Mm-hmm. And I think at the time, I, what I noticed within myself, and they tell you this all the time, stuff like doing special forces or, you know, ranger, all that stuff, like it's more than you got to actually like need to have it to make it. And I think looking back at it now, I guess this is, this is just a mature me. Mm-hmm. I think I liked the idea more of than like doing than it. actually doing it. And then when I started doing the training for it, like I was kind of just like not really in it mentally. And I knew that just it wasn't enchanted. right. So yeah. I, I straight up, you know, wasn't a cop out. I said straight up like, hey, you know, I'm just mentally not there right now. Right. Um, and I, so I'm not going to go forward with this. However, um, if I stay in the military, I definitely would. And, and I think as I got into my later 20s, early 30s, like, I, you know, if I had stayed in the military, uh, I would have 150 percent would have pursued like special operations. Yeah. Because my mind was more there mentally than it was when I was in my younger 20s. Yeah. Like younger 20s. Like, again, I was I was doing some ranger training when I was in Germany. But to be honest, straight up, like I was having too much of a good ass time in Germany. I was like partying all the time, like going out. Like I was like, oh, man, if I go to ranger school now, I'm going to miss out on like six months of Germany. I was like, yeah. fuck that, you know? Yeah. So I kind of just let it go. But, it, you know, I, I I had the potential to do more and I kind of wish like I did more. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a lot. I, I I don't give myself credit for it, but um in my mind I, I was like ah, I could have done some you know some more so yeah, yeah. I, I so yeah I would have done the same thing I would have went to the military first then I would have went to college so yeah so the military is one of those things like you and I have similar pedigrees in the sense that. I have always wanted to go to law school and you have always wanted to go to the military, right? Yes. Since when? I wanted to, I wanted to be in the military since I was like a young kid watching yeah. like old ass fucking World War II movies in like the 1950s. Okay. You know? Yeah. I was the same like when I was like in fifth grade, fourth, fifth grade. So there you go, fourth, fifth grade. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's when I was like, I'm going to be a lawyer. And like that changed a little bit. Like at one point I had a, I had a fling where I thought I could be a doctor and like I just can't. Like, I just don't have the the type of, like, scientific brain for that. But, like, my skill set has always been that of, like, a lawyer. Like, my natural skill set. Yeah. Like, logical thinking, writing, all that stuff. It's, like, those are my strong suits. Math, science, all that is not my strong suit. Although, like... (laughs) You always say this. Like, I think you're... I feel like you're pretty good at math. (laughs) No, I'm really not. Oh, I I think you are. I think as an adult, I can hunker down and read read what I need to, like, learn about it. But but aside from that, I, I just, like... I just don't. I don't care. So, yeah, I've always wanted to be a lawyer. Um, Would I have done anything differently? No. Importantly, for my journey to law school, I would not have changed the time frame that I went. So I went to law school straight out of college. And I'm a firm believer that if I waited or, like, took some time off, it would have never happened, you know? Yeah, like you took a year off. Yeah, and there's plenty of people. Like, I mean, half of my law school class was like paralegals that wanted to go back, go to law school and finally become lawyers. There was, you know, finance guys and business people and people that had kids at home and, you know, were married and have been out of college for 10 years that went back to become lawyers. Mm-hmm. So it's not unusual. In fact, it's it's very common. And uh, But it's just not, I just know myself. I know I could not get back into school after yeah being out of it and like have that motivation um that being said i barely had the motivation while i was there because it was so depressing and that's the other thing like back to your point about curriculum and stuff like that like law school does virtually nothing in terms of substantive like material that they're showing you to prepare you to practice law the only thing they're teaching you is how to how to think like a lawyer yeah like like, logical reasoning yeah but the the material is yeah the material is just like and it's funny because there's some people from the gym that we know that are in law school now and that's like you know frequently what i talk to them about like they'll message me or like i'll see them out and they'll like want to talk about it and i'm like listen i'm really sorry it sucks like i there's no way around it it really sucks um you know it's a brutal system the exams are brutal like the weeding out system is brutal um the bar exam is brutal all of it really really sucks and there's really no getting around it so i just (laughs) try and be frank and just say you know if you get through this part you're through the hardest part and you just got to put your head down and do the work and then once you're done you're you know because the other thing is they have unrealistic expectations of like you know getting again to your point like experience like they want you to have experience coming out of law school and it's like well if i'm working full-time which a lot of people in law school are how do you get experience or internships when you have a full-time job yeah and that's what one of our friends is like struggling with right now he's like i don't know how i'm gonna get like an internship or like you know something to put on my resume when i'm working full-time and i'm going to school at night and it's just like unrealistic like expectations or like unpaid internship. Like they're like, yeah, we want you to work this whole summer, but we're not going to pay you. Yeah. Which for me, it was anyone, never an option. I don't I don't know how anyone could 
ha- can can work and not yeah. receive any kind of fi- financial compensation for it. Yeah. Like, oh well, it's good for your resume. Like it's 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 good for experience. It's like I understand that, but how am I supposed to pay my bills? Yeah. Yeah. Or go, you know, you guys want to go to lunch today? How am I supposed to pay for lunch? Yeah. I'm over here busting my ass and stressing. Uh, that, that's one thing that like I was never like I was like nope I will never take an unpaid internship. No, yeah, and that's I mean if you can get by with doing that, that's great. But like in law school, they expect you to work. You know, your summers should be doing an internship, whether it's paid or not. And usually the quote unquote best ones that you can put on your resume are unpaid. Like the government ones are unpaid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the judicial ones are unpaid. I did an unpaid judicial internship with Middlesex County Family Court. Yeah. And I I mean, thankfully, I had a really cool judge that I was working for. And I said to her, I was like, listen, I can come up here like two, three times a week and spend like, you know, the day, like do two, three days. Yeah. But I bartend at night. Like I need to make ends meet. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and she was really cool with that. She wrote me a really good letter. But like, I mean, it's just and then the paid internships are, like I said, few and few and far between. If you can find like a private law firm that's willing to pay you for the summer. I mean, Godspeed, but it's rare. Yeah. Because even private law firms are like, well, we're just going to, you know, we're going to write you a nice letter and that's enough compensation. Yeah. It's like, well, no. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's that's the one thing that I feel like is super flawed um, with the system. And I know I'm sure that's true of any other grad grad school work, um, but law school, it's particularly true. Um, the only thing that I I don't know if I regret it, because, again, hindsight 2020 and like seeing my journey to getting where I am now, like, I don't know that I regret it, but I kind of wish I did a judicial internship coming out of law school. I didn't have a connection, obviously, because I was, I'm the first lawyer in my family. Um, so I didn't have somebody pulling strings for me. I didn't have, you know, and those are, those spots are hard to get, you know, you have to apply early. You have to apply to all the judges that are in your area. And if you're lucky, you'll get a call, but usually there's somebody that knows somebody that's ahead of you. So it's like, I did apply to some of them and I would only apply to Mammoth and Ocean because those were the only ones that made sense for me. But I think I actually did apply to Middlesex too because um, again, they don't pay you well and it's like, then you got to commute and whatever. Um, but that's besides the point. But I ended up not doing a judicial internship and I came out and worked for a solo practitioner right out of law school um, while I studied for the bar and everything. And it worked out really well. I'm still very good friends with him to this day and he like arguably started off my career. So it's just like, you know. Yeah. I owe I owe a lot to him because he he helped me get ready um, for the next steps in my career. But kind of looking back, like everybody I talked to was like, yeah, I did a judicial internship. And it's like, I'm the only one that didn't. But, yeah, but, but look where you are now. I know. I know. It's easy to say that now. But like at the time I was like, oh, no, like I set myself back, you know, like. Yeah, but things are funny the way they work out sometimes. Sometimes you think you're setting yourself, you're setting yourself back, but you're really like you're not. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I really lucked out with the way things worked out for me, but you know, all my friends did uh, judicial internships right after. Or not, they're not internships, judicial clerkships. They're a paid job, and mm-hmm. you do it for one year, and then while you're there, you're applying for your forever job or your next job, whatever that might be. Coming out of it, I don't think I would have. I don't think I would have opted to not go to law school. I say that sometimes. I'm like, oh, I would have never done this if I had known, but I don't think that's true. No, I think the benefit in the in the end is is well worth it. Yeah. And I think that if you had asked me in the middle of law school or at the end of law school, I would have been like, I should have never done this. Like the debt yeah, and you, everything. You, but said, you said that multiple times. Yeah, I did to you. Yeah, yeah, you did. Um, You're like, I wish this upon nobody. You're like, yeah. uh, oh, you want to go to law school? You're like, don't. Well, and that's the thing. Like I tell people that like casually half-ass mention it like, oh, I, I'm thinking about going to law school. It's like, are you thinking about it or do you really want to? Yeah, well, because well, you well, need to want to. Well, that that's the same thing in law school or ranger school or special yeah. forces. Like, it's like, oh, do you you think you want to? Do, yeah. do you like the idea of it? Yeah. Or is that what you really want to do? Like, you, you're yeah. willing to put the work in, put the work in, and go through the suck in order to to come out. Like, is that what you? Which one do you want more? No, I, I really want to prove to myself. I really want to. Well, not even prove to myself. I really want to. I really want to put myself through it, and I, this is what I want. So whatever it takes, get to the other end. And also, or like, like, you what, like the idea. Of yeah, it, and also, know? like, what on the other side is it that you want to do? Like, I'll frequently people will be like, "Oh, do you think? You know, I think it'd be a good idea for me to go to law school." I'm like, "Well, what do you want to do with that law degree? Like, what is it that you're trying to pursue? Because if you don't have an answer to that, then there, no, it's not a good idea." <laughs> yeah, but then it's like ask the same person like a week later, like, "Hey, you still want to go to law school?" It's like, ah, oh, you know, I don't know, you know. Yeah, if you're indecisive about it, it's just like no bueno. Yeah. I think that you and I like coexisted in a time in our lives where we were just like, 
I was like, what have I done? I've incurred all this debt. I can't believe that I did this to myself. <laughs> like, whatever. And at the same time, you were having like an existential crisis and you were like, maybe I should go back into the military and do military contracting work. And like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I had during, during, during college, I had my things where, I, you know, I started to kind of miss the military and the camaraderie. And, but then I also like, I was a little older than not by a lot, but I was a little older than a lot of people who I was in class with. Yeah. Um, and you know, a lot of my friends, they got out of the military and they did like contracting work. Yeah. So what I mean is they were like in Iraq or Kuwait or Afghanistan making like 150K like mm-hmm. tax free. Yeah. Some of them made 150K in five months. Right. So I'm like, yo, I could go over to Afghanistan right now for a year and but, come back with yeah. $200,000 tax free. But it's like you're going to Afghanistan for a year. Yeah. 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 But it, <laughs> in the long run, like this is the thing too. And, and I say this, like if I if I had never met you. Um, I think th- a couple of things would have happened. One, I don't think I've, I would have moved back to New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I don't think that um, I would have even gotten out of the military. Maybe I might have stayed mm-hmm. and may have pursued like special operations or maybe I would have gotten out and went contracting. But meeting you like kept me kind of focused on what I, what the best decision I believe was to do. And that was to get out, go home, go to college and then kind of work my way through the, you know, the the professional the civilian sector and and and, the, and all that stuff yeah um and you don't regret that no okay no because look where we are now i know you know and i will say be, being young you know and going through the, the you, it's emotional you don't know if you made the right decisions yeah you know with, and with, both of us going through that at the same time was just like perfect yeah. storm <laughs> yeah yeah so you know yeah there, there there was times where i you know i was even considering you know rejoining but i also knew if i had done that um that that would have been i would have lost you and it wasn't worth it i, I wanted um us to be where we are today so therefore yeah. like no i wouldn't have changed any of it but of course like it's funny the way things work out and um i don't know you know where i would be if i never if i never met you it was funny i i, I met we met carl and i met in um i was home uh, i i may have mentioned this before i was home on leave from germany and from Ger- i wasn't going back to germany i was going to freaking oklahoma yeah after that and i met carly on like a sunday night or a monday night uh at Connolly station and i had no intention of going out that night no nothing uh one of my best friends at the time he was like hey, hey we're gonna go get sushi here and then we're gonna go out to mug night at Connolly station you, you down I'm, like, I'm not doing shit else hell yeah i'm down so we go out and like towards the end of the night like you know carly had, i think i noticed carly the second i walked in and, and but we never we didn't say anything you know i was kind of just floating around talking to people old high school friends and bullshit yeah but never said anything. And then one of my the guys I was with was, hey, let's go over here and talk to these girls. I was like, nah, yeah. I'm like, listen, man, I'm really just here to have a few drinks, hang out. I'm not, I'm not, I don't care. I'm just, I'm just trying to like, I'm not, I'm not really not trying to talk to anybody right now. I don't know what's wrong with me. So I then. Mean, you were just trying to relax. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then he's like, no, come on, come on. I was like, all right, all right, all right, go. So we go up. He starts talking to Carly's front. I start talking to Carly. And of course, before you know, Carly and I's personalities immediately kick off. Yeah. And it's like lightning and fire. And before you I know it. I think you were just like so shocked at like how blunt and inappropriate I was. Like Probably. from the jump. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's that. And then, yeah. So then like <laughs> two days later, Carly's like, hey, just, why don't you just come up to us Rutgers? This is before I, st- this is, I was still in the military this, military this time. I was I on had, leave. I had like completely given up on like i was like senioritis to times a million it was around spring break my senior year so you can just imagine how like checked out i was yeah, you were you were doing shit so my <laughs> friends and i like weren't going to class anymore we were just going out every day so i was like you know i i had had a good time like we had you know we had good conversation and i was like why don't you come up and i'm like in my head i'm like he's a military guy he doesn't you know he doesn't know college like he'd probably have fun up here yeah so i invited you to come up and then yeah you came up in your orange car. Remember yeah. your car? Yeah, I was, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with me? <laughs> but uh, it was it was a nice car, but it was just like it bright was, orange. It was, no, it was like Sunfire uh, Red Carly. <laughs> All right. It was a Honda Civic Si, so I thought I was. I, was I like, thought oh, I was. Man. No, because I thought I was literally like Paul Walker in Fast and the Furious. So I was like, I got to get this car because that's what that's what a car Paul Walker would drive. Oh God. Um. So yeah. So basically, so we hit it off, and you know, then I and then you know for like a month, and then I left to Oklahoma. And, you know, um, lo- long story short, let's just say that didn't really work out while I was gone. But when I got back, we were reconnected and, um, yeah. 
you know, back me. Like I was, I was done with the military. I was starting college at Rutgers and, uh, you know, and, and then that was it. Yeah. But, um, although it's interesting, like, cause you say that like I was a large part of the, you know, the reason why you came back to Jersey and everything. Yeah. Like we weren't even together when you made the decision to go to Rutgers. No, no, so. we, we, we weren't, but I was still like on the, uh, on the fence of what I wanted to do. Yeah. And I, at the time my heart was like you got to go home and yeah because you know i had been away since i was 18 years old mm-hmm. at this time i was um you know 23 turning 24 and i was like yeah maybe i should go home and see my mother who mm-hmm. you know only has me miss you, yeah. yeah you know and, and make sure she's taken care of and you know and and um you know i, I always wanted to go to Rutgers, so uh you know and, and before you know i met i had been in Rutgers many times uh, yeah. with friends and you know i had done had partied up there and everything like that for some reason i was always like Rutgers is home to me yeah you know so like um being far away from home being young you always want some connection and i was always like well Rutgers is my you know home connection whatever. yeah so and it's a good education and like you knew you could just get it done. It's like, like one of the top fifty schools in the country. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a great education. Oh, so it's talking about what you, what you were talking about, what I would have done differently too, same thing. I would have actually gone to school for occupational therapy. Really? Yeah. Why? Sometimes, sometimes I, this is I've never heard that I, from I you. I mentioned that before. Really? Yeah, well I, I but like I didn't know much about it at the time because I was very into like fitness industry and I was working at a gym part time. Yeah. You know, um That's no joke. That's hard. Right. Stuff. No, but like looking at it now, like the like the younger me, I was always like looking for the easy way out in school. I, like, I don't really want to apply myself too hard, so I'll pick these let me pick a degree in HR and labor studies and all that, right? Like but now looking back at it, I'm older, like I was like, No, like if I if I just applied myself, I, mm-hmm. I could have I could have done occupational therapy. Totally, yeah. Um, I just didn't apply myself that way. And I guess that's just the mentality of maturing. And, you know, uh, I, I wish I didn't have that mentality. I wish I was like, no, you know what? I'm going to do the work. Yeah. Now I I think would, you followed but- kind of like also what, the military groomed you to be like you were you were in the military you were managing people and equipment so it made sen- logical sense for you to go into managing people and equipment i guess, i guess but i you know? i think that's also always been like the easy comfortable way out right for me. right you know, it's familiar like right and and now what do i do now i manage people and, and equipment and <laughs> and i and things and, and, yeah. and, and you know so yeah it just i think you're good for that because i mean you just had a call today with somebody who you left a mark on yeah, and, and, and it's calls like that that I think re reinspire yeah. and motivate me to like to just do better always. Um, but yeah, no, I, people say it's your calling. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yes, it's fine, and I enjoy it. I do, but sometimes I'm like, well, maybe I could have done like occupational therapy. Maybe yeah. you know, I could have. Maybe I, I, who knows, right? Yeah, the people management part portion of, of of my career, I love. Uh, but it's not always easy, you know. Right. And you're always dealing with new challenges, and new obstacles. It takes um, a certain kind of person. It does. It does. And I guess I'm. <laughs> I guess I'm that person. And I'm proud of it. But you know, it, again, the lifestyle isn't always easy. And not that lifestyle for occupational therapists is easy. No. But yeah. you know, um, I don't know. I just think that you know I could have done something like that. Other than that, like I, I think that like it sounds like you and I would have basically have done what we did. We just maybe would have approached tweaked certain. It. Yeah. Tweaked it a little bit. It was more like more comes down to mindset. I would have changed my mindset. Yeah. Oh yeah. You, yeah. you, you nailed it perfectly. What your mindset exactly? You nailed yeah. it perfectly. Yeah. Um, like I would have like not worried about certain things. Worried more about other things. Yeah. You know. Like I said, like I would have not worried about being in a relationship in college. Right, right. But I would have worried a little bit more about like, okay, how can I be a better, you know, student, better person? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like earlier on, like not be such a shithead. Right. Like I, I remember, yeah. I make jokes about it now, but I remember when my best friends and I would be, you know, in, um, who was one of my, one of my groomsmen, I was one of his, his groomsmen, I've actually met him at Rutgers. Yeah. Um, and, um, you know, it got to a point where him and I were in a lot of classes together. And then it got to the point towards the end, I was like, hey, man, he's got degrees. And it's like, yeah. you know what? You're damn fucking right they do. Yeah. You know? So it's just like, what, it's like, what do I do? It's like, oh, you write three essays. You get a B. You write two essays, you get a C. Two essays, it is. Right. But I should have just done three. Yeah. You know, it's just, you know, it's like, it's the mentality. Of yeah. It. Yeah. I mean, I had law school like hanging over my head and I was like, I won't get into law school if I don't get good grades. So <laughs> that was kind of my motivation. But, um, but yeah, this is a good episode. Uh, like this discussion. And then I'm trying to think anything else. I like being pressed for the uncomfortable information that is, how would you change your life? <laughs> I, th- I think another thing too is, uh, and I have just one more. Maybe you have one more. What? Well, it's it's. I think that um, 
I'm disciplined and regimented in certain ways, and that, a lot of that comes from the military. But I also think that as much as I'm disciplined and, and regimented and organized, I am equally undisciplined, unorganized, and too sporadic. Yeah. I wish I could just always be regimented and disciplined. Like, I wish every morning that no matter what, I woke up at 5 a.m. Yeah. And I worked out, mm-hmm. and there was no excuse, no if and but about it. And yeah. that, that was it. And then, like, then I had my coffee, my breakfast, and I'm at work. And then and I'm doing this at work. And then now I'm home at this time. Like, I wish yeah. it was more like that. Yeah. But, um, but you just are, you are that regimented on the other side of your day, which is fine. Like, you yeah. came home today, and you were like, I'm going to work out, and I'm going to, I'll be done by 7.30, and I'm going to... You know, yeah, which was fine. Yeah, I I like to be. I like, mean, it might feel, it might not feel as good. Right, like it, that's why, like, like so Sundays, right? Like now that mm-hmm. I'm working more of a, a a more of a normal schedule again, um, prior to what I was doing before. But like Sunday nights, right? Like if I, if I know I have work Monday morning, um, I'm like I don't like to to be out doing anything. Really, Sundays I don't want like any an actual itinerary i don't want to really be drinking i don't want to really be like i just kind of want to keep it like real chill because if i'm out too late on sunday night and if i'm drinking too much or i'm eating like shit then i'm gonna wake up monday morning feeling like complete trash yeah, and that's gonna like, throw me off and it's just gonna piss me off i'm you, gonna be in a terrible fucking mood on monday morning you get like very like dad like in your in your uh yeah yeah you're just like it, no, it's true. Like Carly, I you know I don't want to make plans. It's like okay. No, and, and that's just because like I know like Monday morning it's gonna. And then, you know what? Like I've done that before, and it threw me off till Thursday. You know. Yeah. Like trying to get back into the regiment and trying to feel better physically and mentally, and trying to you know just stay on you know too many. Uh, it's unacceptable to me to have too many gaps in you know. Oh, I'm working out, and then I'm not working out. Like yeah. no, like there's no excuse, you know. Yeah. Especially now, I, last episode I spoke about the gym I'm building in, in our hand yeah. off, like which just, is coming along. Yeah. Every day you could do something, and there's no excuse. Right. It's right here in our house. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the only thing I think I would change about just just trying to stay on my, starting to stay more disciplined, regimented, organized more than I'm not. Not 50-50. Yeah. Like 75, you know, 25. Yeah. What about you? Anything else? Um, no, I think I think I've held myself to a pretty high standard with in terms of being regular with fitness stuff and whatever. I mean, I know that's not the end all be all, but like I think I've I think I've done a pretty good job of holding myself to like a certain standard and like making myself accountable. Yeah. Um especially being like especially being pregnant, you're still hitting that damn bike. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying and I'm just going to every week that goes by that I'm still working out. I'm like, this is a win. <laughs> yeah. No, and you're killing it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a fun episode. We went a long time on this fun one. Fun episodes, guys. Um, yeah, let us know. Um, I want actually want to hear our listener stories. If anybody has like a specific or relevant story about one thing or many things that you would have done different in your life, I want to hear about it. Um, I know a lot of our listeners personally and I would love to know like what what it is about your life that you would change, right? Yeah. 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 Like, I feel like people don't people don't come out with that information unless you ask them. So I'm asking you. Yeah. <laughs> like what would you do differently? Yeah. And it can no be, judgment. Like No. Yeah. It could be any part of your life, you know? How would you go about it? How would you how would you go back and attack it now, knowing what you know now? Yeah. But all right guys. It's been a pleasure. We'll talk to you guys soon. We love you guys. Until next time, we're just talking. Perfect. 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 Hosted on dimlywit.com.